0: Com. Hello, everybody. Mike Galtieri back once again for another Lights, Camera, Sports podcast presented by Chestnut Hill Technologies. And with this, we have a very timely topic uh, podcast. We're lucky enough to be joined by Terry Lyons of the Digital Sports Desk. You may know him for the recent news now of breaking the story. Of uh, UConn, moving on to the Big East Conference. So, I uh, nice guy invited him on. We want to break this down. And first of all, Terry, uh, like I said earlier, congratulations! What a great story to break. Thanks, I I
1: appreciate that very much. Although uh, I would.
0: If you uh, let and let us know, let me trust. What was the process? Uh, did this come about recently? Was this uh, you meet? I mean, had, what how did it all come together? If you from your perspective,
1: yeah, no, I don't mind talking about it. I, I had heard the rumor, and I guess it's important for your listeners to know that I am a Big East guy. Uh, the Big East was. Uh, you know, put together Dave Gavitt and his uh, cohorts put it together just for me, and uh, you know it was to entertain us as we went to college at Saint John's back in the uh, in the late seventies, and, <laughs> um, and we had a lot of fun with it. When they formed the Big East, it was just perfect, and and we, you know, they talked about that, talked about rumors, and you know, hey, this is going to happen, it's going to happen, and uh, you know, Saint John's used to be out playing like Wagner at the Coliseum for an NCAA bid, and the next thing you know, it was. Uh, it was the Big East at its birth, and and so right from the get-go, I've been, you know, obviously first a fan, but then as my career uh, in sports took off, uh, I've really kept an eye on uh, a lot of the things, you know, competitively on the court, but also the sports business aspects off the court. So, uh, you know, that was what led me to this story.
0: And then, I guess, how, what made you feel comfortable breaking it on a Saturday morning?
1: timing on stories and i think that if i were to make one comparison of when i started in the in the industry to today is that obviously social media and the internet just changed everything in the mid 90s so i think um a lot of us who, who sort of grew up with the uh journalism world you know are always very cautious about uh getting confirmation and indeed i did that i had i had a pretty solid um Coming out of the NBA draft, actually, uh, where where we were down, and uh, there was a little bit of buzz there, um, you know, within the sort of the um, you know the circles that I run in in uh, in New York. And there's been talk of it before. You know, a lot of us have discussed, and even you know, quite frankly, when the Big East, uh, the, you know, the Catholic schools broke apart and started, there was a, a lot of discussion uh, long before it happened. So that type of discussion was always uh, right in my wheelhouse. And then I did work it pretty hard and, and I just could not get the second, third and fourth sources that I was looking for. Um, and that took about, I don't know, 24, 20, when I finally got the last one that I was comfortable with, um, I thought about holding until this morning and writing, posting it. But then I just figured what the heck I had written a decent story, kept it pretty short and sweet and and posted it. Um,
0: Some pretty dismissive emails this morning, which didn't make my day. But you know, I think that at that point, the story was out. Gotcha. All right. Well, give us the what's the details here? Every just clarify every sports going uh, timetable. But, what, no, what's what's I, the thing? I
1: think it's important to let your your listeners know that not every detail is confirmed, and that was I was looking for some details, and then finally figured out that not everything was ironed out, especially the football issue. So that's exactly what I wrote. You know, as the as the buzz has continued today, where you know, keep in mind, a bunch of people woke up today in in Hartford hoping to cover a golf event, and then ended up working on the basketball story the rest of the day. Um, Yes, yeah. You know, I think a lot of the facts seem to be coming out that it's you know been
0: uh, double, triple, quadruple confirmed by other uh, journalists who were working it. uh, That it's every sport but football. But I'm not convinced that they have an answer for the football. And that was my next question. So football, yeah, it sounds I like they don't have an answer. You know,
1: as a fan of a little bit, I don't know if there's a right answer there. You know, we see Villanova's program is, you know, it's not uh, the same level, quite frankly. You know, and you see UMass. Uh, I keep an eye on UMass athletics, and I and I love it. In fact, I think the basketball program is, is solid. A really good basketball staff there. Obviously, ice hockey is out of control. Good lacrosse has always been good. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on at UMass. I, I think it's similar, you know,
0: and, uh, so do you think, you know, do you think you what
1: happens? I, I think that's the issue that they have to resolve. And, uh, you know, by all uh, means here, they're all looking to move, um, every sport of football into the big East conference.
0: And what do you think, uh, how, if you, in your opinion, do you think UConn approach the big East or the big East approach UConn?
1: That's a, yeah, I'm not comfortable to, uh, talking about that because, uh, you know, and I don't think I don't think there's any state secret there either. By the way, it, it, I think it's
0: been out there for a while. Yeah. Chestnut Hill Technologies is a leading technology integration and cybersecurity consulting firm, based in the Boston area and owned by a BC alum. CHT provides world-class strategy and consulting to Fortune 500 and mid-cap firms throughout New England and nationally, including State Street Bank, Amaj Pharma, and Intel Corporation. Check them out at ChestnutHillTechnologies.com. That's ChestnutHillTechnologies.com. Yeah. yeah. And do you, what What do you think, from a UConn perspective, is appealing about the Big East? Is obviously, the, the travel, the teams, anything else? Uh, uh, there? I think
1: a, a, a bunch of it is rivalry and geography and just being in the right spot. And I have, you know, a bunch of us chatting about, about – Boston College was the first one to move into the ACC, and, and that was largely a football decision. But then that put the basketball program in such a tough spot at BC. Um, I think they've done a tremendous job.
0: Yeah, no question about it. Do you? What do you think, uh, Mike Oresco, Commissioner Resko is thinking right now? What's the American perspective, their side of it?
1: I don't know. They chose not to comment. We, I had some very, you know, very simple questions there, and they just chose not to comment and didn't um, go into detail. So, yeah, um, I don't know what they're thinking. I, I but you know, I am. Uh, And I I don't think it'll be immediately, but I am certainly following up on this story with a bunch of people who know a lot about different aspects of this type of sports business decision. So, you know, I'm looking around the edges as, you know, I think the next story is about maybe people saying what might be best, you know, and let's get that out there a little bit. So um, that's something I'm going to work on right after the PGA uh, tournament tomorrow.
0: Yeah, and that's my next question. The business side of it, um... How, remind our listeners the payout wise so the American i what is it two or three million a school they get right now
1: oh uh, yeah well, i don't i don't know i don't know uh, the the intricacies of their finances and it varies greatly depending on bowl games and you know yeah. whatever the television contract of the day is you know uh, i think there's a vast amount of, of differences between the different uh, collegiate conferences you yeah. know I, great job the Big East has done, you know, with a lot of doubt on the front end. And and I can remember thinking, you know, when Creighton was in and Butler was so good and Xavier just how different a Big East final would be at the Garden and the finances behind that, you know, are you going to sell it out? Are you going to sell tickets? Uh, they took a more aggressive approach had to, had to advertise, uh, which we really hadn't seen. But anybody who watches the Big East games sees those Big East uh, tournament tickets. Uh, my guess is that that's not going to be the case then the UConn fans will be down there, um, and, that, and that might be something
0: else. But the last couple question but I think it's safe to me, say...
1: Excuse me, let me correct myself. It might be not this coming Big East tournament, it might be the next one.
0: So they're saying uh, we're, we're in 2019 now, so we're looking at 2021, is that correct?
1: Yeah, so it'll be the following March. I don't think they'll get it done by this March. Yes, yeah, I would, yeah.
0: <laughs> but uh, just going back to the money part I, I think it's safe to say it's not a huge financial windfall to switch from the American to the Big East it's more of a neutral geography advantage is that I think safe to say especially with football television deal with
1: the Big East on Fox and, and now they're branching that out I, I think it's
0: Yeah, the women have never lost an American game. The women's basketball right. Right.
1: and then let's see what happens now. You know, it's a little more competitive, but but those are you know, those are all the fun questions too. I, I think sometimes when the story breaks like this, everybody wants to wrap or the Georgetown people coming in and so on and, you know, meet their friends every year. They didn't miss a beat. You know, you got to give the Big East credit. It was like rails the way those teams came in, and the Garden was rocking, and, you know, the Big East tournament is still the Big East tournament. In fact, it, was, it got more competitive. You know, you got to give them, the, the Xavier's pretty damn good. You know, Butler was was at that level, and, and it was always, you know, good luck winning the game in Indianapolis, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, no question. My opinion, no question. Men's basketball home run, but like, f- obviously, we've been saying football. I- I'm wondering what because the independent route, uh, Terry, is a very hard route to go. If that is the case, uh, ask UMass, even ask BYU right now. They're, you know, they're not, right. they're not killing it. It's, so I, that's what uh, I wonder. What very difficult UMass is, is in that situation,
1: and you see it. You know, they've tried everything under the sun, and you know, including playing games in Gillette, and you know, I, I don't know. Uh, you know what? Why don't we just let Alabama play Clemson and then get the basketball season again?
0: <laughs> well, Terry, you know I appreciate the time. Any other last comments you'd like to add to it, and uh, before we no, put you know, on? I,
1: I, I would just say one thing. And as a Bostonian um, with DC right in our backyard, it is an incredible place. And uh, and you know, and I'm a big college guy, and it's such a tough, tough sell in Boston, um, where it's such a pro uh, focused town, but. You know, Harvard was top 25 a couple of years ago, and of course they had a tiny gym. It was, you know, tough to get a ticket, but, you know, it's tough to, to market college sports in Boston, and um, and you're doing it across ice hockey and basketball, you know, BU, let's hope, BU's a pretty good program, um, you know, for, for men's basketball, and, and then never mind getting into college ice hockey is a whole other story. It's a pretty competitive college market, but it's just, you know, because of the dominance of the Patriots and the Sox, and obviously the. BC's football they have been pretty good. Bowl, you know, going to bowls and stuff to get coverage. You know? I I love going over there. I, I just love it. And uh, and I'm just a fan. You know, I fond the BC because they were a Big East team at one point, and I never I never held it against them. You know, they were Big East fans that that came hard time, but I think they did what was best for their school. And, uh, and so I'm a big BC, uh, BC
0: fan. Right, well, hey, that's great. You know, you keep on listening to the Lights Camera Sports podcast, and we have a lot of I BC know. coverage. I mean, Yeah, we've had Jerry York on this podcast a couple months ago. Re- yeah, great guy. Exciting,
1: you know. I, I, including one, one game I went this year it was a zero zero tie. It was fantastic. It was one of the best games I've ever seen in my life, and, and, uh, <laughs> and that's happening every night over there, you know. And and, uh, and I'll be, uh, you yeah, know, maybe I, as a as a reporter, I should probably just put it more in my wheelhouse and uh, uh, you know take a lesson from what I'm preaching there and it some coverage
0: well Terry what that's my last question uh, what can we expect to see in the digital sports desk the next couple of days and weeks
1: uh, thanks I, I appreciate that plug it's, uh, you know it's, it's sort of a one man wrecking crew and uh, you know I have a couple content deals I, I can't be in 10 places at once uh, I wish I could be at Fenway right now but we we're at the PGA event and, and um, you know I try to just give a good quick, quick two screen you know a lot of it is the mobile readership of course and, and not online all as much but just a real quick, who's pitching the game? You know, a quick review of the team. The NFL coverage is excellent. Um, and it's a lot of just review, preview, quick score. Somebody can glance at it, get the score, take two seconds to read a page, and off they go. And, and I'm not trying to, uh, you know, uh, read any uh, in-depth stuff. I do a, a Sunday night's col- uh, notes column that I'm real proud of and try to uh, do some personal things there and just be, be a little bit more open with uh, – with topics and, you know, goodwill stories. If people want to log in and check it out, there's a story about Steve Kerr on there from a couple weeks ago that I was very proud of, and uh, I highly recommend
0: it. All right, well, Terry, thanks again for the time, and uh, we'll be following you with this breaking news story, UConn, uh, potentially, to the Big East.
1: Very good. Thank you very much, and uh, I look forward to seeing you at a PC game
0: sometime. Chestnut Hill Technologies is a leading technology integration and cybersecurity consulting firm. Based in the Boston area and owned by BC VC alum, CHT provides world-class strategy and consulting to Fortune 500 and mid-cap firms throughout New England and nationally, including State Street Bank, Image Pharma, and Intel Corporation. Check them out at chestnuthilltechnologies.com. That's chestnuthilltechnologies.com.